So, we're back for episode 23 of our little talks, and we are going to talk about our recent trip to the Big Apple, New York City. That's right. That's right. We are going to talk we're about talk that. We're going to talk about it. Um, we are um, frequent visitors. Of the new, whoa, hold on. Dropping, <laughs> dropping stuff. We are not editing that out. We are uh, frequent visitors to New York City, but we realized on this trip it's been... Since twenty six Christmas time of twenty sixteen, I believe is when we determined was the last time we've been to New York City. Is this true? We did determine that. Um, however, I don't know if I would say we're frequent visitors. We've only been there. Well, you've only been. I've there. only been there three times. You've only been there three times, which I guess uh, is perhaps more frequent than most people or some people. Yes, yeah, so I've been but. there n- numerous times before you were born, and several times. Um been there without you and your sister yes uh, um <sighs> after you were born obviously yeah after you were born obviously but this trip was um as it was a little short trip we were only in the city for two days one day of driving there two days in the city one day of driving back the main purpose of this let's 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 flash back um Probably it was last year sometime. Um, if you've listened to this this podcast, you know Josh Groban gets uh, gets uh, spe- gets a lot of money. Gets a lot of money from our family, specifically from because of my wife. And we Josh pretty much Gro- pay his bills. Yes, Josh Groban was going to be um, playing Sweeney Todd on Broadway, so I automatically bought six tickets to see Sweeney Todd. Um, in June, I think I purchased them in the winter time of last year or early this year. But then um, something came up late in the game, and my wife, who's the the number one Grobanite, was unable to attend with us. So we sold the two of the tickets because my other daughter couldn't go, and so then it was me, my youngest daughter here. Uh, we don't we don't do names on this podcast. <laughs> my youngest daughter. And my mother visiting my my brother who lives in New York City, and so we went there specifically to see Sweeney Todd, the, the Demon, Demon Barber, Barber of Fleet, Fleet Street. Street, starring Josh Groban, Annalie Ashford, and the incomparable Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher, incomparable, the one and only and incomparable Jordan Fisher. So, where do we begin talking about this trip? Where should we begin? Should I we, suppose we should, should we start, do a rundown of the whole trip? The We're going to do the whole hour drive, by hour. The whole drive? Yes, hour by hour, what happened. Um, I no, guess where we do can, we begin? I guess we should start Monday when we I mean, departed. I mean, all it really was was a drive. Yeah, we drove to New York, basically. It was Monday. Yes. We, we stayed overnight in Jersey City or just New Jersey? No, we stayed in New Jersey. I don't remember the hotel. Really very nice hotel. Um, the only notable thing for that night was, um, I think that we ordered pizza. Yes, we had pizza. We had some New York pizza. Not, re- I mean, it's New Jersey pizza, but New Jersey, New York. Same thing. Same difference. It's good pizza. Yep, I don't remember the name of the place. It was a local place. Big slice, big New York slices of pizza, and it was good. What do you want from me? Yeah, it, was it was good. good what pizza. do you want me to say? Right, the so hotel didn't have cable TV because they were oh, in the middle of a renovation, the renovation. And their excuse was, oh, the cable hasn't been hooked up yet. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, like we believe that. No wonder the room. I mean, it was a really nice room. It had two separate bedrooms and a fold-out couch. Which, of course, I had. Well, sleep yeah, on. you're the youngest. Why would we allow you? Why would one of us old people sit and sleep on that couch? Um. Yeah, so that was it. Um, Tuesday, we drove into the city. And then Tuesday, we got up, drove to the city. Jersey City. We stayed, now, when I was a young lad, Jersey City was... Uh, that was a no bueno for people. You didn't go. You didn't go to Jersey City. When I lived in New Jersey, you didn't go to Jersey City. Jersey City was dangerous. Um, but now the waterfront has been developed. There's tall, ugly glass buildings and hotels right on the waterfront, um, facing Manhattan. Um, and uh, our hotel was right next to the Path Station. Very convenient. And the path is the Port Authority um, transit that takes you from New Jersey under the Hudson River and into Manhattan. Yes. And I won't go into the whole thing about, you know, the train, how how the path. You don't need. You want to know how the trains work in New York City? Look it up because I'm not going to explain it all <laughs> to you. I mean, we're five minutes into this and we've said – we haven't really gotten into the meat of this. Uh, well, we're building up the interest. We're building up. We, you're you're riding along with us. You're getting excited. You're very yeah. You're feeling the kind of feeling, excitement yeah. that we felt. Now let me our let's, trip. before we start getting into the details of this trip. Okay. I've been to a lot of cities in my life. All right. Most of the big cities in the United States of America. Have you? What are some big cities you've been to other than New York City? I've been to Chicago. I've been to Detroit. Okay, I've that's not really to, a big city, but well, I'm just, li- a, I'm just it's listing cities city. I've been to. I've right. been to. Boston. Have you been to Waterloo, Iowa? I have not been to Waterloo. Iowa. I have. <laughs> oh, Waterloo, Iowa has one tall building. I think it's about ten stories, and it's called the Waterloo Building. Is that building famous for something? No. Oh, okay. The um, I'm thinking across, Watergate. There's that's a what I'm of. there's a convention center in Waterloo that's um. Named after the, it's named after the five brothers that the movie um, Saving Private Ryan is based on, kind of based on. There were five brothers, they were all on one ship together in the Navy and the ship sunk and they all died and that's when they started to say, uh, the the military was like, don't, we don't put brothers. brothers together, spread them out so that there's a better chance that they'll all, that at least some of them would survive in a war. But that's so neither here nor Saving there. Saving Private Ryan is based on a true story. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Nashville. Detroit, also, I've been Nashville. To Nashville. Okay. And Boston. Boston. New York City. Okay. Jersey so, City. All right. Do you like cities? I do. I do like cities. I'm. I like cities. Um, because it's different from what I'm used to living right. out here in suburbia. So I'm not, I don't right. go to Wide cities. open spaces, cornfields. Yeah, I don't see cities very strip often. Strip malls. So when I do see cities, it's it's like a novelty for me. Yes. Especially New York, because New York is very the large. City. It's the city. It has, you know, the subway. Yes. All kinds of fun stuff. So I've been to most of the large cities in the United States. I've been to Denver, Colorado. I've been to San Francisco. I've been to Los Angeles. <laughs> I love when people call it Los Angeles. Los, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. 
I've been to Chicago, been to Minneapolis, been to Dallas, Atlanta. Oh, I've been to Atlanta Boston. too. That's another one. Um, I I've been everywhere, man. That 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 could be a song, but um, and so I I'm okay with cities. I'm not a big city guy, so to yeah. speak, but I do love New York City. New York City. I heart New York. <laughs> I do love New York City. Um, it's the one city in the world, or in the United States. I've been to Toronto as well. Toronto's not a bad city. None of those cities are technically bad, but I don't really, and I've spent a lot of time in them. Spent a, at least a week and a half in San Francisco. Um, maybe a week or so in Los Angeles. Been to Chicago dozens of times because I don't live that far away. You've been to New Orleans? It was like Chicago. New Orleans, yes. I lived in New Orleans. But New York's the only city I love out of all those cities. Um, so it's always a it's always a treat to go to New York City. It's like a Disneyland. It's like going to Disneyland for me, kind of. Um, without Mickey Mouse. Without Mickey Mouse. Although sometimes the place is a Mickey Mouse operation, if you know what I mean. <laughs> So anyway, I just want to lay that out there. If you know me, you know I like, you know I love New York City. Um and uh yeah, so anyway. Yeah, I like it too. All I, right. I well, thanks for fun. listening tonight. Um So, we stayed in Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> nice hotel, way too expensive. That's the thing, another thing with New York City. It's almost unaffordable for a tourist at this point. Yeah. Everything is too expensive. That's why you have to stay outside of the city and then. Well, even take outside the train of the in. city, it was it, mad expensive. And the last the last few times we'd stayed at like an Airbnb and it was reasonable. Yeah, but, um, that, but the one that we stayed at isn't listed. Yeah, anymore. and that but that one's in Brooklyn anyway. So and uh, my brother no longer lives in Brooklyn; lives in Manhattan. But that's neither here nor there. But day one. We um we had a did we eat at breakfast at the hotel? We did breakfast at the hotel. Yeah, it was and pretty, then we, pretty sparse. But now the we, you the know. path station is right next to the hotel, so it was really easy. It's like a less than five minute walk. We didn't eat breakfast at oh well. I'm sorry. I would. Uh, I we ate breakfast we, at the other hotel. Yeah, I forgot we stayed at. We two were allowed hotels. to check into the new hotel yes, in Jersey yes, City at nine a.m. Yes. And then we hightailed it into manhattan onto the port authority train station yes and what did we do can you remind me of what we did once we got into new york city do you City not remember day? what we did i don't i'm an old man in my memory i i'm uh well, i'm a little went... i had a filling put to, a small filling done today so um i'm a little i'm a little out of sorts because oh, okay. i think sometimes a novocaine makes you kind of makes you kind of weird yeah so I'm trying to recall. But well, my, I'll my tell you what. My recall is um, we not got, good right now. We went on the train, and we went into Manhattan. We did. And yeah. then we went to your brother's apartment. Yes. And we said okay. hello to his cat. Now I know. Now I remember. <laughs> so he lives near Washington Square Park. Um, in Greenwich Village. In, in near Greenwich Village. Um, and his apartment is mad expensive and very small. But we saw his cat. We met his cat. Uh, I've, we, we've met his cat before, but we yes. haven't seen him in many years. We reunited with his cat. Yes. And, um, and him, I guess. Too, yes. Whatever, though. 
Yes. So we did go to his apartment, meet him there. Um, yes. And then from there, we were deciding. Hey, what are we going to do? Hey, what are it's we a big do today? city. We've seen big a lot of city. stuff here. Let's try something new. And we didn't want to do anything too expensive. So we decided to go to Governor's Island. Governor's Island. $4 for the ferry round trip. Right. Which my brother complained about. He said it used to be free. And he's like, now it's $4. What's the deal? And I thought, okay, uh, it. Governor's Island is 800 yards from Manhattan. That's eight. That's less than eight football fields, if you include the end zones. Um, so $2 to take a ferry 800 yards and $200, $2 to take a ferry 800 yards back to Manhattan. Big deal. Yeah. Big, big deal. It's, it's big cheap. Yeah, I know the Staten Island no ferry is free, but as he explained, that's because it's Paid and he for got his taxes. ticket for free That's, anyway. Yeah, what's he talking about? Anyway, we went to Governor's Island. Right. Now, so Governor's Island is not, it, it, it's been, It uh, if you want to start after the uh, Europeans came, it was, there was a fort on the island during the Revolutionary War. Then another fort went up um, early 1800s, I believe. And so the fort is still out there. It was a military installation. Then it was closed to the public. And now the public can go out there and walk walk around. It's been reopened. It's been opened. You can go out and walk around. There's little places to eat. Most of the buildings appear to be dilapidated. Yeah. There wasn't and really anything to do. There, there. wasn't really much to do. But it was do. nice this is to correct. walk around. But, right. It's an area of New York City you didn't haven't been to before. Um, get to walk around. What uh, I liked about it is that from Governor's Island, you have a really good view of Manhattan and Long Island and the Statue of Liberty. Uh, uh, you can see Brooklyn and Manhattan, the Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island, and the Staten Island Ferry. And there's a lot of annoying tourist helicopters taking yes, off from Manhattan and flying over the island. And that's always a good thing. And they're a bit of a nuisance. Uh, yes. They're just really loud and annoying. Now, what... When I was on Governor's Island, and this is something that you didn't understand because you've never played The Sims 4 before. No. But I think or that... Or 3, 2, or 1. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that Governor's Island is comparable to a Sims world. And so if any of our many listeners out there have ever played The Sims before, they know there's lots of different worlds that you can visit. But a lot of them... There's not really much to do. Not, you can't go in any of the buildings. You kind of just walk around in the streets and there's food carts. And that was exactly how it was in to the be Sims? on Governor's Island. Oh, and I see what so you're saying. It, I felt like and I was on a Sims world. Governor's Island was swarming with NPCs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All these townies out there. <laughs> swarming with NPCs, yeah. Yeah. So that was my impression of it was that it, it was comparable to a Sims world. It seems like a place that will one day be far more interesting to visit. Yeah, once they get it going a little bit. There's a spa. There's like a day spa there with a with a pool and I think a hot tub and a massage area. And it has a view of Manhattan and it's like $700 a day or something. My brother mentioned that there were developers that wanted to put high uh <coughs> excuse me high cost condominiums on the island that would be a mistake and uh people in the city were like uh hey can't we just have one place for the plebes where the plebes exactly. can walk around yeah. 
I one think, nice place for the plebeians. Now, I guess there's a high school on Governor's is. Island, which I think would be really cool to go to school on an island. But I'm, I also thought that it would be a good spot for a university because there's lots University of, of Governor's Island. Exactly. The Governor's Island University because there's a lot of, um, like, since it was a fort and, like, a military base for a while, there's lots of barracks. So you already right. have dorms. And then there's lots of buildings that you can... Keep talking. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and there's lots of buildings that could be turned into some sort of classrooms or different things like that. So I think they've got a good university set up on their hands there. Yeah, the school that's on um, Governor's Island is called um, New York Harbor School. It's mm. public school, and it's but it's it's kind of like if you had a, a school like a, a school of a high school of aviation or a high school, an art school, or music school. This one yeah. is preparing kids for um, jobs in maritime careers. Okay. okay, well, that makes so sense. So they learn how to run, you know, sail boats and ships, and they learn about... Uh, how to climb how to a crow's They test nest. the water. They do science. They test yeah. the waters and how to... Oysters. And oysters and just stuff like... Uh, and maybe that weird like, trash playground. Yes. It, it's... Um, it has 538 miles of waterfront available to it, according yeah, to this. So thing. they're making they're making good use of their resources. So and it says it attempts to relate every aspect of its curriculum to the water. So there wow. you go. The Sounds New York City nice. New York Harbor School. So if you're interested in a career in maritime, um, in the maritime fields. Um, you may want to move to New York City or Staten Island or Brooklyn or whatever. Pay way too much for rent and, and send your kids ferry. on a ferry. Um, I believe the only ferry, though, comes from Manhattan. So you're going to have to take that ferry. Um, Unless you want to take the subway from... $2. But I'm sure you, get some, the, you can get some sort of year pass or something for that. Yes. Perhaps the students have, you know, free, free fare or something. Now, there were several places to eat on the island. But we were only able to find one. It was called Little Eva's. Yes. We did not do the locomotion. <laughs> what? Little Eva. She's the, front, the one that sang the locomotion. Oh, okay. Stay with me. Stay with me here. Um, <laughs> well, they served. Um, it was it was junk food, chicken strips and fries and hot dogs and hamburgers. And there were like there was a bunch of there were a bunch of bros there yeah, when we were there. Roll. Like just it was yeah a bro roll of about <laughs> forty bros. They looked like maybe they'd just come off the golf course, and they were ordering like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of alcohol. So we had to wait for them. And then, um, then we were able to get our the chicken strips and fries that we shared. Yeah, and they were they're pretty good. They were pretty good, but it's chicken strips and fries, and I uh, was not that impressed. Yeah. So then we left Governor's Island, took the ferry back across. Now um, I can't remember the name of the ferry dock that um, we've departed from, but apparently there is a swanky nightclub in there, and my brother said that's where Taylor Swift likes to hang out. Yes. Taysway. Very exciting. Um, so Taylor Swift, we didn't see her there. Um, she's off she's on, on her tour. She's, she's off on the Eras on the tour. Eras tour right now, yeah. and so she. Um, so unfortunately, we just missed her. We did. I'm sure she was wondering when are they going to get here or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah, yeah, great, interesting stuff. <sighs> so then we went to um, the harbor front by the Brooklyn Bridge, the Seaport. I believe is what it's called the sea 
the seaport. Is that right? Yeah, we walked the over there, and of course, on the way, I kept saying, "I'm walking here. I'm walking here." Yeah. Um, and then they had a Barbie pop-up cafe to promote yeah. this dumb Barbie movie. That's I don't know out. if it was to promote the movie. It was, but there wasn't any like movie stuff on oh, it. It, it was, was strictly like doll stuff. So it might just be that there's a Barbie cafe there. Maybe. I. It's been years since I've been to that part of New York City. But maybe it was to create some buzz so um, that people would go see yes. the movie. And then of course we were you we were making fun of things ironically, joking and sarcastically yes, yes, yes. and there was a sailing ship down there with the pride flag. Yes. And of course we had to do the whole thing. Oh, this this ship is woke now. New York yeah, City's yeah, yeah. so woke. And then you said what then tell tell your little joke about the name of the vessel. Yeah, what what said, it must have been. I said sarcastically. Of course, right, I just want to clarify that before I can. Right. I said, "What is this? The good ship lollipop?" Exactly. Yeah. You know, there were people thinking that way. Yeah. The thinking that way out there. It was. It was City. satire. But New York though. City's not just a bunch of bleeding heart liberals. Yeah. Progressive bleeding heart liberals. There's a lot of Trump supporters out there. Oh yeah. So you know, there's some. Uh, there was a guy on Gov- some... Governor's Island with a Desantis shirt. Yeah, I saw that guy. He was trying to get on, and of course, he was trying to get on the ferry before they would. And they're like, "Sir, you're gonna have to wait until everybody's off the ferry." Yeah. So, hey, DeSantis T-shirt guy, if you're listening, right? Be more considerate. Exactly. Um, what was I gonna say? Pop up, progressive liberal bleeding heart stronghold. There was a Pierce the Veil concert. Pierce the Veil. That's where I was yeah. going. Read your mind. Why don't you tell that story? Uh, there was a Pierce the Veil concert going on nearby. Yes, yeah. it was. Uh, it was in some <laughs> uh, building on the seaport. Yeah, they had a Pierce there the Veil was concert, a, and there uh, were there were a bunch of uh, goth-looking kids walking around, and we're like, "What the heck's going on?" Turned out it was a Pierce the Veil Pierce concert. The Veil I've concert, never yeah. heard of or heard Pierce the Veil. What's the guy's name, the lead singer? Vic Fuentes. Vic Fuentes. We were hoping Vic was around. We he's were calling probably, out, where's Vic? He's but, probably in the uh, in the arena already. But yeah, we walked past their tour and bus. And it wasn't an arena. It looked like they were performing on the roof of a building. Oh, that's right. Yes. It was a sort of a, roo- it, a within rooftop. I, within eyesight of the Brooklyn Bridge. Yes. yes. Which, for some reason, I always think of the Brooklyn Bridge in my head as like this dark brown color. But it's really like a light tannish color. You know, it's the Mandela effect, right? Uh, sure. So no, we did not see Pierce the Veil. We did see their tour buses. Yes. Um, yes. And if you know who Pierce the Veil is, you're more knowledgeable than I am because yeah. I have you're no steaming clue. With jealousy I right still now. have no idea who they are. I think you may have played a brief portion of one of their ditties for me. Yes, I did. One I of their did. big top forty hits. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then from there. We hoofed it over to Chinatown for dinner, mm-hmm. where we went to the um, Great New York Noodle Town, it's yes. called, uh, at the behest of my brother, who normally we would go to Wohop, which is like the the famous, one of the more famous um, places in there. It gets, it gets named in TV shows and movies and things, and it's sort of a standard go-to place. The quintessential. Even, the quintessential 
Although I know some people that would be like, oh, whoa, hops over. It's not that good. It's not authentic. Uh, it's authentic, but they would tell you that there are much better places oh, okay. to eat in New York, in Chinatown. Um, so we went to the Noodle Company, Noodle Town, <laughs> sorry. And uh, I declared myself the, the new mayor, mayor of Noodle Town. So yes. you, um, those of you listening, um, you now know I am the new mayor of Noodle Town. Yes. Self self appointed mayor of Noodle Town. What'd you think of Noodle Town? I thought it was good. I had some. We had some sort of chicken. Strip us. It was. It was called. It wasn't shredded chicken. Sliced chicken and vegetables. Vegetable noodles. We got the wide noodles. And then we were like, you were like, hey, is it is duck is duck a. Uh, kosher meat yeah and we were like let's look it up and we're like i guess so because i was always like i don't know and so we got some duck rolls yeah some they were delish they were pretty good but there was only a little small i've we've never had duck duck before i had a decent amount of duck in my duck roll but i i thought that the roll was good but i guess i really can't say what i thought the duck tasted like because since there was a lot of other stuff going on in the roll. I I can't really say that I tasted the duck independently well, of the other ingredients. What happened was when I ate my duck roll, I bit into it and pulled on it, and the entire piece of duck that was in there, the one piece, pulled out, pulled out straight into my mouth, and I chewed it up, and I didn't realize that was the only piece the of only duck. The only piece of duck. I was thinking I'll but get a like good it? feeling on. The, I'll get a good feel for the duck on the second bite. <laughs> But the duck was gone. Um, I don't really remember what it tasted like. I never ate it before, but I mean, it must have been okay. I, I wasn't. Thought, I, think I wasn't. I had like a small piece on its own, and it was pretty good. Yeah. I think to really, to really say if I like duck, I would need to get like a a meal that had pieces of duck in it. I don't yes. know if I'm if I'm ready for like a whole duck because no, I think that a full not. duck would be too much for me to eat it would be i i wouldn't be able to eat all of it so i would need like some sort of maybe a small portion of a duck or you know a a yeah um, and here's something i don't understand let's hear it people get grossed out by there being full ducks in chinese restaurants but that's the same thing as a rotisserie chicken so i why guess are, why are people freaking out uh, probably because they still have the heads attached. Like if you notice, the chickens in the window oh, that's true. I guess. still have their heads attached and their yeah. legs and, and all that stuff. So yeah. Um, one of the things that we always talk about doing. Um, <clears throat> apparently, Noodle Town had been closed during the pandemic and re- reopened September of 2022, um, according to my brother and many people. It's a well-known, popular establishment in. I almost said in Google Town, in <laughs> Chinatown. Um, but um, this other couple that my are friends of my mom who've lived in New York their whole lives were like, I've never heard of this place. But So apparently it's, um, it is well known. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? It's well known. Well known. Are you blanking? Um, yeah, I'm kind of blanking. I was gonna in the past uh, we we um, we we talked about doing um, one star reviews. 
Yes. We're bringing that feature back. And I was looking for one-star reviews for Noodletown online, but the problem was people the people that, knew, that don't like Noodletown are not very creative. At their, they don't have very good creative writing. Um, they're not funny. They're not. They're not. They don't really know what to do. They're not. They're not. They're not um, really giving us any good content. So I was here. scrolling through um, Google looking for. Uh, let's just let's just do we'll just do one here. This one's from a reviewer named Caitlin. Uh, this is from a year ago. One star. The first word, inedible. <laughs> I was meeting my friends here and running late. They picked me up a platter to go. I had to throw it away and buy food later because inedible is putting it nicely. The noodles at this quote great noodle house end quote could have been cooked better by an eight-year-old. <laughs> parts of the noodles were mush. Parts of the noodles couldn't be eaten because they were hard and crunchy still. No Goldilocks here. None of them were just right. <laughs> this is probably the best of the one-star reviews as far as creativity. The bok choy was super slimy. The pieces... I don't think I've ever had bok choy that wasn't a little slimy. I liked the bok choy. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it, it, is it, it's supposed, it is it's slimy, vegetable. isn't it? It's a it's a green that's been deep fried. Yeah. With some noodles. I feel like slime is Anyway, the piece the pieces of seafood were beyond bland. Not they weren't just bland, they were beyond bland. Beyond How could it be bland. beyond bland? Bland, bland is, is like totally taste. Yeah, bland is the lack. Bland of would flavor. beyond bland would be this tastes horrible. Beyond bland would be this is a cup of water. The, uh, not even insultingly fishy. Insultingly, what is that? Insultingly I, I fishy? Know. Just all texture and no taste. The textures came out with zero correctness. And then she describes the, the um, textures of several seafood items. Number one, scallops equals rubbery. Number two, octopus equals tough. Number three, squid equals chewy. I feel like I've octopus had, is always tough. I would it? think so. I've had dried squid in the past, and it was chewy. I love seafood, and I thought that would save the dish, but it was all—all all it was was increased disappointment. Well, it sounds like they got a lot of food. I may be terrible at picking dates. I'm assuming she means boyfriends, but I'm usually great at picking restaurants. What a letdown. That's Caitlin B. from a now, year ago. I would say to Caitlin, the reason it probably tastes and listen, so bad. I don't want to. Do, I don't want if Caitlin's listening. <laughs> Caitlin, if you're listening, this I don't is want to you. give her the impression that I disagree with her because obviously this is the experience that Caitlin yes, had, and as the mayor of Noodletown, yes. I want to make sure I respect her feelings <laughs> on our establishment there. Um, yes. So I don't want anybody to think I'm reading this thinking like Caitlin doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Clearly, she had a different, and food is is I would say food is subjective. Yeah, everybody has different tastes. Talking to the microphone. Some people might <laughs> like rubbery scallops and chewy squid. Yeah. What? That's just but, the way it is. But my thing is, she said that her friends had to pick this up for her. Yeah. So it was a to go order. That might be. A big part of why the food was not up to her standards. Here's another one. Every time I've come here for takeout starting in 2022, this is JL. He's okay. a local guide. He lives in New York City, obviously. The cashier intentionally gave me back less change than I was due. It's extremely frustrating. 
He will give it back if I complain, but it's clear that he's purposely fishing for more money. Those noodle and then he wraps up the review by saying, this is one star review, really well made wontons. The soup broth is delicious and the noodles have a great bite. Well, he liked the The food. crispy pork and roast pork are really well made. So one star review for the... Uh, for the thievery. The but, thievery. Yeah. The highway robbery, shall we say. <laughs> I mean, it could be perhaps that the person in the cash register maybe doesn't have a very high knowledge of coins. That could be. Could be. Are you, is there something wrong with your microphone? It sounds like there might be. I think we had a, a short out, but we're going to be all right. Yeah. We're going to be all right. Here's one. It's a one-star review by a man named Mr. Big Giggles. But I think he's trying to trick us. I think he likes this place because oh. he says, I, I don't want you to go here. It's too crowded. Don't go here. There are many places. I have to have one place that is still kind of affordable that I can still get into. Plus, they serve Chinese speaking and English. So just go somewhere else and leave this one for me. Thanks. So Mr. Big Giggles, uh, he's, just trying he's to get like, away hey, spot. stay away from my place. Yeah, I think something's wrong with my microphone. It, it does sound like something you you got you went, you got a little hollow on us. Yeah. Try flipping it around the other Maybe way. Maybe if I flip it around, it'll be better. There you go. That's where we, that's where we went wrong. Here, I flipped mine around and it got muffled. Oh. And I flipped it back. Okay. We're not okay. editing this out. No, this is important. We are not this is editing an important this discovery. out. Should we put... Yeah, you have to talk into the side that has the word. You need to put like a little sticker on it. No, you just talk into the side that has the brand name. Oh, there you go. This episode of Our Little Talks brought to you by Toner. Toner Microphones. Get them for Talk your into the correct side and you'll never be regret buying them. Yes. <laughs> um, this person, Kevin Chen, says this is the absolute worst of the worst. Go anywhere but here. Anywhere? I'm not sure that's really what you want to do. Go anywhere but <laughs> but Noodletown? Come on. They remodel and reopen with different kitchen staff, but the same terrible service. <laughs> so he went there before. And came back. And it was terrible service. And now he's back, and he's like, I thought this was going to be, but it's the same terrible service. The food was the only reason to go, as the service is a nightmare of wait staff yelling at you because you haven't decided what you wanted. Now let's think about this. Our wait staff stood by patiently for a good 10 minutes while the old people at our table who were reuniting yapped. Yeah, that's very while true. While we nearly starved to death patiently. at the table. I, I know see... I know my mother's going to listen to this, so I'm not talking about you, mom. <laughs> I'm talking about the other old people. And there the was table. nothing wrong with that. Yes. You know, when you were reunited with <laughs> We might have to edit this part out because it may have insulted my mother. No. But anyway, Wait, they waited mean, very patiently. Yes. They were very and patient. And the only thing I would say that they did that was a little sketch was after we ordered, the guy, the waiter was like pointing to things on the menu, like saying, you want this. Yeah. You want this too, right? You yeah. want to add this but to your order? But maybe he was just suggesting things that he thought Right. A group but of our and because his broken he's spoken sort of a broken English, yeah. it comes across to stupid Americans as this guy's being rude. But really he's just yes. saying, "Hey, do you want to try this?" Yeah. You're getting the maybe, duck roll, but do you want to try maybe this he's one? he's saying, "Listen, these are do my favorite Do you want the dishes. pig the baby pig blood porridge?" Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the answer, of course, is no. I don't want the baby pig. Not that pork. adventurous. Plus, it's not kosher. This guy says they ask they, the staff get mad when you ask any questions or anything remotely close. Uh, may I don't know. This was eight months ago that this guy left this review. 
Um, but I, I think, had no problems with I was them. Say, I they think, they were they were fine. Yeah, they were patient. Nice. I think perhaps some people have some perception issues. I think so too. Yeah. He says they're no longer worth even considering going. Hopefully, no one has to experience what my family and I did. He makes it sound like they, they got tied some... down and tortured or something. <laughs> they I hope no trial. one has to go through the this what my family's yeah, been through. Yeah, he asked if he could have extra napkins, and they took him in the back and slapped him around. This guy said he got raw meat and his beef choy beef chow fun noodles. When they, when he asked the waiter, he said the waiter said that's just how it's cooked. Some are raw and some are cooked. Eat accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are people getting bored with these one-star <laughs> reviews of Noodle Town? Uh, my review of Noodle Town has no stars. Zero, one, two, three, four, five. I, it was, it was okay. Yeah, I wasn't blown away, but I no. had, I had an enjoyable. It was okay. Meal. I ate a lot of noodles. I ate a lot of. Um, I ate a lot of town, and I had fun. What? You ate a lot of what? Noodles and a lot of town. What are you talking about? Noodle Town. Look, this guy drove in from New Jersey and waited 30 minutes for the takeout order. Who drives from New Jersey all the way into Chinatown for a takeout order? Especially from a restaurant they've never eaten from before. Food is good, but service is terrible as hell, he says. <laughs> <laughs> There's another person who had that. a review in here who said that the waiter tapped the, the counter when he paid and said, tip, 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 because they hadn't left a tip. Hey man, he's got. And that's rude. And I'm like, hey man, you should leave a tip. Yeah, maybe he was. That you shouldn't put the waiter in a position to demand, to demand a, tip a tip out of you. That's probably how he makes his money. Exactly. He wants to be able to support his family, and you're calling him. Exactly. Rude? All right. So Noodle Town, <laughs> I give it a thumbs up. It, yeah, it it's good. okay. If I was to go back to New York City, um, and I'd go to Chinatown, else, I would try another place. Um, I wasn't I blown mean, away by Chinatown Noodle Town. Is is and, I, and remember, I'm yes, and I'm the mayor. Yes, this is the mayor of Noodletown saying it's just okay. That's very true. So if the mayor's willing to be that honest, I mean, give it a shot. Why not? Yeah. Yolo. You know what maybe, I'm talking about? Maybe you'll like it. You're in New York City. You have a different experience. You're, why? Yeah. But I never it's got been, a nice big I'd bright never, yellow um, sign. Been to Chinatown before in my no. travels to New York, so it was cool to see a new area that I was unfamiliar with. And while we were in Chinatown, I was thinking of Dr. Seuss because Mulberry Street is right yes. next to, is right on the brink of Chinatown there. It's mm-hmm. a very small yeah. street. And I kept looking down and I noticed Mulberry Street is not very interesting. There's not a lot going on there. So to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, Mulberry Street must have been a much more interesting street. Well, no, that's why he's saying to think that I saw it on Mulberry oh. Street because it's such a boring street. He's like the light dawn. Yeah, he's like I can't the believe I saw tons. that on Mulberry Street. I get Street. it now. Yeah, it's yeah. a thing that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Yeah, no. come on, man. Doctor Seuss was a genius. Yeah, genius. By the way, I think to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street is one of the books that the Doctor Seuss estate no longer publishes because there was a depiction of a Chinese uh, man in the book that. Um, was deemed racially was deemed racially insensitive um but i found a copy of to think that i saw it on mulberry street in a thrift shop or in an antique store for two dollars so i own it i've bought a copy of it because i and i looked at it i'm like it's really i mean it's really there was worse there's been and i look at it i'm like this book was written in the 40s and people in in chinatown at that time 
for the tourists or otherwise may have dressed the way the guy was yeah. dressed. Could be. If you go there now, no. I was going to say, I'm, I think I saw maybe one or two people wearing wearing cultural clothing. There was a businessman who was wearing a Chinese cultural yeah. suit, and I, he looked rather dashing. Yeah. Any thought? Any other thoughts? Um, I bought a, a little ceramic yes, we, cat. Oh, yes. We went to a gift shop. In the we gift did shop. the most tourist thing ever. Yes. Yes. And um, I think I'm actually might be sitting on my. I bought a Chinatown New York T-shirt. It's black. You can't see it. Um, this is one of those things. When our last episode of the podcast, they said not to talk not to about things the audience yes. can't see. But I'm holding up my Chinatown. Can this you see is, this? Yeah, this is strictly. It for says me. Chinatown in sort of a fa Chinese script. Uh, Chinatown, New York, and then a, a red dragon in the yes. middle of it. It's a very nice shirt. It is so. Add that to my collection of yeah, t-shirts I that I a, only wear around the house. A ceramic cat, and it has some Chinese characters oh, on the right. front. Oh, that's right. Tell and that I, story. Yeah, I had to, um, I didn't know what it said. I wanted to know if it said anything, because I thought maybe for the tourists, you know, they put like, sort of fake script on yeah. there, just so people, oh, it's Chinese writing or whatever. Um, and so I tried to translate it on Google, Google Translate, yes. and that did not help at all didn't translate for um you. and so one of my former teachers her husband is chinese and his mother-in-law yes, speaks chinese correct and so i and I, reads chinese and reads chinese so i sent her the picture and her mother translated it for me and what does it say it on says, your cat bring blessings and good luck so it's a little good luck cat that's very charming I little wanted, thing to have on there i wanted to get one of the little good luck cats the gold one with the waving arm, uh-huh. but it was fifteen dollars. Yeah, it was like very, maybe maybe very next small. time. Maybe so next I time. So I thought maybe next time. Let's we could go to Chinatown in Chicago. Maybe they have it there for as cheaper. Well. Maybe they got it for ten bucks. Yeah, I uh, when I was purchasing before I purchased the T-shirt, I wasn't planning on it. I was just looking at the stack of um, T-shirts, and obviously, if you're running a a um, souvenir shop in Chinatown. Yeah. You want to sell stuff. So the yeah. lady was like, I'll help you with the shirts. Yeah. She was like, because I was looking at the stack, you tell me the size, I'll help you with the shirts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just looking. And then she's like, what size? And I'm like, uh, maybe extra large. And she's like, I'll get it for you. And then she pulls it out and I'm looking at it. Basically, she's trying to get a sale. She stiff armed you. Um, <laughs> Stiff Army. She's a football player. Um, Isn't that an expression? Buttonhole. She didn't buttonhole me. Um, no, but no, then well, I was listen, like, you know what? This lady's working hard. Local businesses. Right, and it, you know, I'm some people be like, oh, they saw it. My like, my brother rolled his eyes when I said I bought a T-shirt, and he's like, oh, like you're such a tourist. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, I, am. I am. I. I've, well, that's what you do when I'm you're a New a Yorker at heart. But you know what? <laughs> You're the mayor of Doodletown. I'm the mayor of Doodletown. <laughs> I have to support the local, the local businesses, businesses. Yeah. Um, especially those that are near the bloody angle. Yeah. If you know yeah. what the don't know what the bloody angle is, you don't know anything about New York, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. So look it up. You should do some research. The yourself. bloody angle. I don't Read have time. We've been talking for 45 minutes about noodles. So and yeah, I was to say we're only on the first day, and we have much more to right. speak about. And so. um. I don't think anything else happened after that. We walked no, down we by the Supreme the Court building um, where the film, the the movie 12 Angry Men, one of the classics, one of the, yes, if there was a, movie. if I had a list of a hundred favorite movies, 12 Angry Men would be on there. Um, so it's, it's always, you know, there's plenty of 
movie locations no, in the, they don't, in they don't New film York movies City. In New York. Uh, that was one of the jokes that we were. That was the running gag. The running they gag was, oh, they've never filmed any movies here before. Yeah. Well, yeah. After that, we went back to the. And then we the, got in the. The, the on subway. The subway. And then we went back to the hotel. Took that to the path. We might have gotten on the path train right at like 33rd Street or something like that. Uh, listen to us talking like a like we're New Yorkers. Yeah, 33rd like, Street. Uh, no big deal. Yeah. Everybody knows. Uh, 30, we know. Yeah. When we, we just mention it. Out of context, assume like oh, we know New York City. Yeah. So, yeah. don't ask us to explain it to you. We're yeah. we're pretty much New Yorkers at this point. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've been there, you know, three times. I so. I went to the old. I went to the second Yankee Stadium after they renovated the old Yankee Stadium. I've been to a Mets game. I've been to a numerous Yankees games. Yeah, I've been on the Staten been the New York Island Rangers Ferry. games. I've ridden the Staten Island Ferry. I've been to Ellis Island and. I've Liberty been to the Island. Empire State Building. I've been to the Empire State Building. I was I went to the top of the Twin Towers. I've seen shows, and we'll talk about this. I've seen shows on Broadway. Um, I'm pretty yeah. much a New Yorker at this point. Been to the Macy's Parade, which we've <laughs> talked about. Yes. So basically, I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're um, the mayor of Noodletown. And I'm the mayor of Noodletown. So anyway... That was day yes. one. Yeah, we went back to the hotel. Hey, let's. We swam in the pool. Yes, we did. Because yeah. it was we walked, um, we walked six point one miles the first day. Yes. Let me let me give you the statistics. Let's get the stats. Going. People, let me give you the stats. Let me give you the stats on our first day of walking there. Um, Everyone is dying to know. Six point three miles. 15,959 steps on day one. We should have read some one-star reviews for Governor's Island. Uh, do you have any available? you have any ready to go? I or? don't have any ready, but perhaps I could. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps I could find some. Governor's Island reviews? You don't, you don't have anything? All you need to know before you go? You could, tri you could do TripAdvisor, or you could do... Um, Google reviews. They don't really. Governor's Island is ninety-seven reviews. Uh, oh, this you, you, the problem with a lot of these is you have to download the app or it jumps all over the place. I can't even. Most I can't recent. Can't even get reviews. Most recent. There's only two one-star reviews on TripAdvisor. Should we read them both? Are they funny? If I can get them to even come up. Uh, I wanted the one-star reviews. They're the terrible reviews is what I wanted. There we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> December 2021. Here's the headline. <clears throat> for This is for um, uh, Governor's Island. Is this for Governor's Island? <laughs> Google reviews doesn't have neighborhood any governor's reviews. island. Here we go. There's only two negative number one one star reviews on TripAdvisor. The most sad, pathetic winter village ever. The saddest. This is by Tinker B. This is their only review on TripAdvisor. The saddest, most non-existent winter village ever. An ice skating rink about the size of my New York City apartment. No food choices. No food. Yeah, humble brag. I I live, I live in, in an New apartment York. in New York City. No it's small. Deal. It's really tiny. It's, a it's so boat. tiny you can ice skate on it. Um, really, no food choices except a food truck with burgers and hot dogs. 
That might be where we went. My coffee latte and chocolate snack was very good, but I did not need travel with my ice skates. I did not need travel with my ice skates, family and friends to Governor's Island. Pathetic winter <laughs> village. They should have just gone we to had fun. Center. Not because of, but in spire of. It's supposed to be in spite <laughs> of. You can definitely skip this tourist stop. Well, there I mean, you I have was it. still in the middle of the pandemic. And then the last, the second one is by Sophia B., who has done four reviews. Um, let's see. Do something else. Oh, here. The title is No Food, No Direction, No Real Activities. <laughs> Do something else. Sure, it's pretty, I guess. And you could get to take, you, letter U, you get to take the ferry over there. But we were turned away from so many places closed for food. Finally found one open. They only accepted credit card. Got turned away. Just a bunch of old abandoned buildings, some art, and lots of land to get lost on. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. It is just a bunch of old abandoned buildings yeah, and some I art. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the experience we had, but, but we you don't hear like, me complaining. Cr- we weren't, like, pooping all over it. Yeah, except in the bathrooms. They, uh, what does she mean they only accepted credit because so she must have only had cash? Get with the times, lady. Get turned away. Look, get Apple... Look, get Apple, Pay. get Apple Pay. It's very simple. Just do it. I, I hate smartphones. I have a love-hate relationship with smartphones, but it, and they're tracking every purchase you make, but just use just use Apple Pay. What's the... Carry it with What's you. This is the way it deal? is. It's, there's nothing you can do about it now. You're going to go to a place that only takes cash, like Noodle Town. Yeah. They only take cash. Right. Or you're going to... So you, you got to have cash, and you're going to have to have... A card of but some kind. But they do kind. have an ATM in Noodle Town. They as well. do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are the one star reviews for Governor's Island. All right. Shall we move on to day two? Let's move on. Day two. Well, no, we went to the hot tub, which was nice after six six point oh, yes. one miles, fifteen thousand steps relaxing. to get in the hot tub, jump in the pool, get back in the hot tub, jump in the pool. A little hot cold therapy. Uh, a little hot cold therapy after a long day walking around. The Big Apple. <laughs> Gotham. Yes. Walking around Gotham. Metropolis. Right. I don't know if Metropolis is supposed to be New York City. I know Gotham is. I thought Metropolis was supposed to be Manhattan and Gotham was supposed to be Long Island. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Day two. <laughs> we got up. We walked into Jersey City and went to a place called... Hybrid. Hybrid. Oh, we should get some one-star reviews for Hybrid. Oh, <laughs> yes. This is, this, you guys are going to love, you guys are loving this episode right yeah, now. Yeah, you're getting Hybrid, all... Jersey City. See, we, we, yeah, we, um, we talked about doing this review thing like two minutes before we started recording. So we haven't actually pulled up all the reviews yet. Um, Hybrid Coffee has their own Instagram. It's a so basically what Hybrid is is a, it's like a coffee place, and they have like a little tiny kitchen where they make French toast and waffles. Um, what else? Fresh squeezed apple juice. You Which had was some very of that. Good. You had they took they took some green apples and yes. squeezed it out for you. So, um, Vincent. <laughs> says, oh, you're gonna read one. Here we Vincent go. Vincent says inconsistent Mm-mm. that is the only word in the review pedro it? c says the owner kicked me out and the customers were rude to me well read why 
standing within three feet without a mask a year ago. All right. Did you read the re- let's did you read the response from the owners? Oh, I didn't. Pedro, you failed to mention why we kicked you out. We had to call the police on you because you were threatening <laughs> customers with a metal stick as they walked in or got close to you amongst a multiplicity of other things. We have it all on camera. We asked that you leave and you refused and began taunting our staff. Most of our community knows hybrid to be a place of comfort and love. I'm not surprised you try to tarnish that by writing us a negative review. Have an awesome day. See, that's Yeah, the take good that, thing. Pedro. That's the good thing about owning or working at like a small joint like that is you can be honest in your reviews because you're not some corporate you know company that has to be polite to people who leave negative reviews you can just be like so now we have a little segment here of one star reviews where we're actually these this this ownership responds yes and that's this one's just from three days ago so from emma mcgrath you see that one yeah. I don't like I don't like leaving one star reviews, but today I walked in here for the first time and three exclamation point staff members just dot 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 didn't acknowledge me? Question mark. <laughs> no hello, no eye contact, literally nothing whilst I stood at the counter until I left. Super weird. Why don't you read the response from the staff? Hybrid Coffee says, Wow, Emma, if you know anything about the core of who we are, this deaf doesn't represent us at all. First, we apologize that you felt disregarded. Second, you mentioned that you don't like leaving one-star reviews. Would you allow us the opportunity to rectify this, Emma? Could you give me a call? As you are aware, small business relies heavily on reviews, and it isn't in our nature for things like this to be unnoticed. I hope Emma gets in touch with them. Yeah. By the way, they have a Pac-Man machine at Hybrid, but it doesn't just have Pac-Man in it. It's one of the new... It's an old Pac-Man console, but it has like fifty of the classic arcade yes, games I in that. in the in within the cabinet. Pretty so, cool. Um, I I, I didn't have any. Quarters I liked hybrid. I I liked the juice that I got, and I had a lemon blueberry donut, which yes. was very good. And um, the people there were super nice they and attentive. They were very nice. They and were they like, were have, you friendly. Been have you been served? They apologized because it was super crowded for some reason. They and were they like, were so it's nice. never like this. Yeah. Um, I wasn't willing to pay the prices they were charging for French toast, though. So yeah. I just got a, I just got a donut and a yeah. cup of coffee. Yeah, it it was really more of a, a coffee mug. joint. It seemed like most people were just getting coffee yep. there. Yep. and but everybody was very nice. It was obviously a very loving, caring staff there. Um, it felt it felt laid back. Um, very comforting and loving. Yeah, but um, so anyway. Yes, went to so hybrid. We went to and then hybrid. my mom's hip was bothering her, so she decided to stay at the hotel. Yeah. While you and I got on the path train into town. Yes. We met my brother. Yes, at the Stonewall. At, well, we didn't across meet him from the, at the well, Stonewall close Inn. to the Stonewall Inn. And then we walked to the Stonewall Inn. To, right. To get right. a gander. To, to take to to take a look, to see what was look. up. Listen, it's Pride Month. It's a it's a. It's a historical site. And we decided to say, hey, what's up? What's going on over there? We decided to stand across and say, well, there it is. And there it is. And, and there then it my was. brother was like, I'm going to go get on the train back to the hotel, spend the day with mom, 
you two do your thing. Yes. So we, you and I. We were going to go to the Met. We're going to go to the Metropolitan Museum of closed. Art. Which we didn't realize until we were on our way walking there. Yes. That was after we'd gone to. Oh, we should find the reviews of Grant's Tomb. <laughs> we went to Grant's Tomb. Yes. Anybody who knows me knows um, one of my weird things that I like to do is visit presidential grave sites. Yes. Um, we now, probably shouldn't read too many reviews. But no, we should read we a couple. But um, oddly enough, as I got done saying, hey, uh, I'm pretty much a New Yorker, um, it was... Um, Um, I had never been there. I've been to 22, 22.22, presidential grave sites. If you would count Jefferson Davis, because he was the president of the Confederacy, been to his grave site because he's right near um James Monroe and John Tyler in Hollywood Cemetery in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Um, so, but, um, Ulysses S. Grant is the 23rd dead president I visited. Um, but well, I'd never been there before when I was a young lad living in New Jersey, the area of Grant's tomb was not really safe. It was not considered yes. a safe area. The, I believe the tomb outside was covered with graffiti and it wasn't. It was not well kept, but it is open now. And I was like, you know, I've never been here before. It's just the two of us. Let's hop the subway up to 125th. Um, we could have walked down 125th to see the Apollo Theater because it's right in Harlem. Yes, yes. Um, but we didn't do we that. Didn't. Well, I don't know why. I wish it... Slim Pook Shady says the public park bathroom is horrible. The women's bathroom isn't working and you have to go to the men's bathroom. Or sorry, the man's bathroom, if you really have to go, which is really dangerous for a girl to do. So that's not really a review of Grant's tomb. That's, that's a review the bathrooms of in the, park. the bathroom in the park nearby. Now, I realized that it was um, because of COVID, it was shut down yes. for several years. Yes. And it really yes. only reopened recently. Yes. Here's a two-star review from Rudy Gonzalez. From four years ago, the city has allowed this monument to deteriorate. Graffiti, graffiti, G R A F E T T I, everywhere. Trash everywhere. Not the way to honor a great man. It is not like that anymore. It is not. Bertha C. This is also a two-star review. What? Says hmm, Bertha. Kind of just a mausoleum. Well, uh, it is a tomb, Bertha. I've got news for you, Bertha. <laughs> it's not kind of just a mausoleum. It is just it, a mausoleum is well, a mausoleum. I thought it's, that the interior of Grant's tomb was very beautiful. Uh, it was a very, it was the architecture. Yeah, it's interesting. It was very nice. It was very pretty. It reminds me. It was a contemplative me, It reminds me a little bit of James Garfield's tomb in Cleveland. Okay. In that there's sort of an upper level where you can look down and then you can go down. You think it was maybe designed by the same person? I don't know. I don't believe so. But when you walk in, there's like a little wall, circular wall, and look, and you look down, you can see the sarcophagi. Mm -hmm. Him and his wife. For him and his wife, Lucy. General and Mrs. Grant. Yeah, General Grant. General Ulysses S. Grant. Yes. Um, 
And then you can go down to the level where the sarcophagi are and get a closer look at them. Yeah. Um, um, but it's nice. It's nice. It's a nice, quiet place. Um, I, I I like to go to presidential graves for um, fun. No, historic, but also anthropological reasons. Like, how do we honor? Our leaders. Yes. And I've noticed that usually the bigger the mausoleum, the less important the president was. William McKinley's not a great president. Assassinated. Well, if you were assassinated too, you tend to. For us? If you're assassinated, you tend to get a really nice one too. Yes. Or if now, you die in office. John F. Kennedy buried? He's buried at. Um, Arlington National Cemetery, and it's just like stone, like walkway with the eternal flame and his name on it. Very simple. But like James Garfield, this is a big, tall mausoleum because he was assassinated. They have a a statue of him in there. William McKinley was assassinated. He's got a big He's got this big, huge mausoleum. And apparently, and then it's at the top of a hill. There's a statue of him looking down the hill. And then um, there's a grassy area going out that used to actually have like a reflecting pool. So he had this gigantic. Oh, yeah. It's pretty intense. In Canton, Ohio. Um, And it was, but I'm like, these big name dudes, like Washington. It's just a sarcophagus and a little open tomb. being pretty ornate. Mostly pretty simple. His is really simple. But it's his, just a little his, gated tomb he, with his sarcophagus and Martha's sarcophagus in it. It's nothing. Aren't, isn't his sarcophagus and Martha's sarcophagus, aren't they carved like with the people on yeah, top? No, they're very no. simple. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But then. it tends to, like, the if he were assassinated or not, like, a great, regarded as one of the greater presidents. Well, like, Gerald Ford's is very simple. He's buried in a little hill with... Yeah. Well, I was going to say Abraham But Grant's Lincoln. tomb is an exception. He was a great general. Great president, great and general. I don't know that he was necessarily a great president, but he, he was, was well nice loved and revered as someone who helped save the Union. So he gets a nice, appropriate um, resting place yeah. in uh, on the banks of the Hudson River. Yeah. Abraham, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln has a very nice one, but that makes sense because he was a good president. Yes. His was pretty of, simple he at, did one, a lot of at good, one time, too. But then they made it nice. And that the whole Lincoln yeah, stealing well, of the body, that's got nothing to do with New York City. But so anyways, we went to Grant's story. tomb, 23rd dead president visited. And then from there, we were going to go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And then we looked it up on the phone, and it was closed, closed on Wednesdays. It's, not clo- it's closed. So if you're heading to New York City, just realize... It's the closed Met on is Wednesdays. closed on yes. Wednesdays. And then right after that, I saw a bunch of people on TikTok going to the Met, and I was like, wow, could have been me. Why were they on the Met if it was Wednesday? No, no, it was after. Oh, the, the day after. Yeah. So we ended up down near Central Park West. Giant Not near, but actually I have some good Central Park reviews, so we'll read those. Um, and we went to, um, we just kind of started walking around. I'm like, let's just walk around. Let's just walk around, and so um, we did that. We walked past um, fifty-five Central Park West, which is the the building used for 
uh, Sigourney Weaver's apartment in Ghostbusters. We walked past the Dakota, which is where John Lennon lived and died, was murdered in the entryway. That's actually on the corner of 72nd Street in Central Park West. Yes. And I'd ne- I've walked past it numerous times, but I'd never actually gone down the street to see the entryway. Yeah. And um, there's two security guards there. I try to kind of keep the John Lennon freaks away. Yeah. And then right across from that in Central Park is that little Strawberry Fields area that's in yeah. honor of um, John Lennon and his overrated songwriting. Um. And then there there was a young man there playing yes some song some Beatles songs on the guitar and playing them not not poorly but not. <laughs> He basically played them all at the same tempo. Yes. But I thought, you know what? He's a great businessman. And that's a great, that's sure, very he's smart. Sure, he's like, I'll sit here because and play some like, tunes. Because he's like, listen, the Beatles freaks are coming by. And if they hear me playing. Learn all the John some, Lennon songs. If they hear me playing some John Lennon songs, they'll give me money. And guess what? I wanted to they go did. up and request I Am the Walrus, but um, I decided not to. I gave him four bucks. Yeah, I mean, it, that part's nice. I'm not a huge John Lennon fan music or otherwise he's just a guy that wrote uh, a famous song about um having no possessions and then i look across the street where he lived and i'm like interesting (laughs) living one of the most expensive buildings on the in in the city at the time and probably still so spare me your sanctimony john lennon but anyway here's some some Central Park. Okay, give review. me a give me a review of Central Park. How no, you... no drums says this is what Central Park looks like nowadays. And there's some pictures. We are back to the criminal seventies New York, where music is blasting twenty four seven, and drunk drummers attack the passerby and try to sell weed to them. And Parks and NYPD do nothing about it. We refuse to pay your salaries. We must have gone to a different part of Central Park. We didn't yes. venture too far into Central Park. Been there many times. Um, and I always thought it was very nice. Yeah, and it's nice. And, you know, um, New York City goes in waves of things where it's really nice and safe, and then there's crime. And, and that was four dirt. years It's ago, always so. dirty. There's always dirt. Sometimes it's just dirtier than others. Well, um, five months ago, Karan C. said, full of crooks and unsafe. Off-leash dogs everywhere. That is true. There no were a lot of off-leash dogs. Yes, there were. Um, but uh, we were walking through a little path, in, a little wooded path, and there was this guy with a bunch of um, ladies from Thailand at a table. Taiwan. Taiwan. Why do I keep saying Thailand? From Taiwan. And he buttonholed us and similar. was like, do you want some tea? Do you want some green tea from Taiwan? I think it was oolong tea. Oolong tea. Yeah. These wi- these ladies are tea experts. Tea masters. Sorry, tea masters <laughs> from Taiwan. Yes. And w- I just was like, sure, not thinking he might be poisoning me or there might be a tracking device put inside <laughs> this this little this oolong tea. Oolong tea. And uh, the ladies were bowing to us and thanking. So I'm bowing back to them, thanking yes, them. And yes. the tea was fine. They were very nice. I'm not a big fan of tea, and this tea was yeah. not they very. They gave us some jelly. Yes. Which I didn't eat because I'm not a big jelly fan. No, I think the jelly like... got the jelly got jammed. It, it got was... <laughs> jammed in the in well, the yeah, garbage. It wasn't can. like jelly to put on toast. It was like that's a candy what jelly. happened to my um, passport stamps of Grant's tomb. 
I think when I grabbed the jelly and threw them out, I grabbed, grabbed the... I grabbed those and threw them with them. There you go. Should have eaten the jelly. Man. Or should have <laughs> just paid attention to what I was throwing yeah. away. Like an idiot. Anyway, so that happened. Yeah. Lucas M. says, this park is highly infested with huge rats that'll attack you if you go near them. They are not afraid of anything, bro. How it's huge? so gross. Are they like like six feet tall? What are we talking about They're here? They're rodents of unusual size. So it started to rain. Yes. Oh, first we had hot dogs and a pretzel from a food stand. Yes, very good. Which, very which good. was, it was okay. I mean, it's not, look. I was really hungry, so it would taste Yeah, we delicious. were hungry. <laughs> yeah, we were hungry. So I liked the um, the sweet relish. That was good. Sure. I mean, it's fine. It was fine. Uh, nothing that I ate the whole weekend that we were there, the whole two days Not that we were there. Not even the oolong tea? Nothing that I ate there was like, wow, mind-blowing. It was fine. Yes. And you're not going to get your mind blown by a hot dog stand, hot dog in New York. Yeah. Yes. It's just a hot dog. Yes. You know, it's not. Yes. But we had some hot dogs and a pretzel, and the pretzel was pretty good. Yep. And then I said, you know, let's go walk. We went walking back in. The weirdest thing, though, was we saw walking in the rain. Um, um, just behind a couple of streets over, not quite to Broadway, but a couple of streets over. We saw a girl walking in the rain that we had seen on the subway yes. on a diff in a different part of the city yes. like two hours before that. And mm -hmm. then we saw her again. Which is very strange, yeah. Yeah. In a city of nine million people. We saw the subway. We saw girl. the same girl that was on the subway. Yeah. And then there was that girl that was walking towards us. Yes. Did you talk about her? She had on a cute outfit, a yeah. little skirt and a and a crop top. Yeah. The nice belt. And it was pouring rain. We were all under our umbrellas, but she was just walking down yeah. the street, not a care in the world, head back, shoulders back. Confident. Confident through the rain. And I turned to you and I said, she's slaying. Yes. She slays. And I said, and she knows it. Yes. And she was. And she was. She was living, she was living the dream. She yep. was living her life. She was doing it. She, she slayed and she knew it. Yep. And that's... And this this creaky chair is going to have to be replaced before <laughs> we record episode 24. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people in New York City who are well-dressed that don't have the confidence that this young lady had. Yeah. She's very confident. She, they were, sometimes you can be well-dressed and be very insecure. She was not. She, she was slaying. She was slaying and she knew it. Mm -hmm. Slaying and we know it. Exactly. So anyway, we went to a bookstore, independent yes, bookstore. Yes, yes. You bought a couple of Jane, Jane Austen, Austen books. Yeah. I like to get multiple copies of yeah. books that I like because then I'm like Shakespeare and Company. I'm like, was the I name feel of the like I want to read Emma by Jane Austen, but I'm like, I don't want to lug around this big, huge book. I got another copy that's it's got very a paperback small. copy. Paperback copy. Sure. Yeah. I've tried reading Emma once, and I had some trouble with it. But. Yeah, you got to give it another shot. It's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't met someone who said it's the greatest book you'll ever read. I doubt that. I, don't, but, I wouldn't say that, but and as you it's know, a pretty good book. Yeah. I believe Mark Twain said he wanted to dig um, Jane Austen up and beat her with her own shin bone. Because a lot he of didn't people like her writing. Um, looked down upon Jane Austen because they viewed her works to be frivolous. They didn't, I think he just didn't like the way she wrote. They didn't cover, you know, um, important topics. Yeah. It was just about... You know, yeah. 
society and, and so right. it was viewed to be yep. unimportant and then when the rain subsided we went to a little small park area across from lincoln center yes and, and we, we sat, sat on some some and, damp uh, chairs i complained that my 60 percent charged phone wasn't charging enough on or quickly enough on the portable charger that we had and i was only concerned about it being charged because again you can't buy tickets physical tickets and we were going to a show that night and yeah, the tickets so we were on my the, phone we so i need to make sure phone, that yeah. it was fully charged by the time we got to the, exactly. the show so why don't we talk about um let's get to the point let's get we? to the point we had tickets to see sweeney todd 8 yes. p.m show wednesday night Wednesday night. Wednesday night, yes. And uh, there's a matinee show now on these Broadway productions. There's a stage door right on the sidewalk. Yes, and we were we were in and Times Square already. We were in well. Times we went Square. to Times Square because we that we had to walk a... through Times Square. Well, yes, we had to. We in had order a... to get to the theater. Yes, but we also we had dinner coming up, so we thought let's head that way, see what's down there. And right, but we, we went there well before that. Yes, we wanted to check out the theater, get some pictures while it was light out, and there was no. And there was a matinee. No hurry there was a matinee. Like yeah. And you, we, well, I think we went. L scoped it out, walked through the putrid stench of Times Square. <laughs> I hate Times Square. It's a, it's a bit overwhelming. Favorite place, one of my least favorite popular places in New York City. Um, but then we walked over back to Rockefeller Center because you wanted to go to the American Girl doll store. Yes. And I needed to find a bathroom because Times Square, it's impossible yeah, to it find was a insane. bathroom. We had to walk from Times Square all the way to Rockefeller Center. Which isn't too far. Into the American Girl Doll Store just to find a bathroom. Right. So and thank you, American dolls. Girl Doll Store. But yes. there are public bathrooms in Rockefeller Center also. So I uh, have some American Girl Doll Store. We went to a reviews. Starbucks and I bought a fruity drink. Just so I could use the bathroom. And I said, do you have the code to the bathroom? And they said, oh, our bathrooms are closed. Yeah. So I bought a overpriced, fruity mediocre fruity lemonade drink from with too much ice from Starbucks to just to use a bathroom that I could not get access to. Well, here's so, my one-star review for the American Girl Doll. So anyway, yeah, we went to American Girl Doll store after scoping out the, the theater. theater and yes. the restaurant we were going to and then went back. Let's hear your one-star American Girl doll review. Go. Carnina E. says, I'm outraged. About the American Girl doll store? I cannot believe. I could be outraged. I cannot believe you are pushing the woke gender agenda on girls. It is child abuse. This company should be ashamed. For so long, this was a company that celebrated girls and being female. Who do I need to talk to about getting my money back after buying my own daughter several of your dolls, clothes, and books? I've spent hundreds of dollars with your company, and you can guarantee I won't be spending any more. Now, I'm not Let me sure ask you, uh, what yeah. she's talking about. <laughs> There's no transgendered American girl dolls. There's no lesbian American girl dolls. The only thing I can think... <laughs> is there's African American yeah, girl dolls, maybe. and there's a Native American girl yeah. doll. So what's the problem? But that's not the woke gender agenda. Yeah, what is she talking I about? I don't know. 
Is there an American girl doll that we don't know about that's transgendered? I, you know, I don't know. She's not very, she's not specific. <sighs> because she says, for so long, this was a company that celebrated girls and being female. Now, there are no male American girl uh, dolls. I, so I don't maybe, know, you know, what she's she, talking did, about. Do they have pride stuff there? I don't think so. I didn't see any while we were there, but maybe. Rainbow flags and pride or anything they might have i i was just looking for the bathroom so i really don't know but um yeah, i don't know, I don't know i'd what be this curious to know is. what she's talking about i mean uh, you don't have it well let's just let's just hypothetically say there was a transgender doll you don't have to buy it yeah listen and you can explain to your own don't your own kids your why own, you don't support that? Your own that. opinion on your whatever opinion right. you have. Why you're allowed don't, to indoctrinate your children in your own way. Don't make the the company. Yeah, I mean, just don't spend your money. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what she's talking about. I, I didn't see either. anything there that would. That I would even. I walked agenda. through the entire store, looked at everything. I don't. I didn't see anything there that could even constitute this whatever woke agenda thing she's talking about. Yeah, I don't know. She should have been more specific. Yeah, she should have. She should have, because then that way. Well, tell her we'll buy the dolls. <laughs> Send them our way. Unbelievable. Yes. But anyway, so we, we went to the theater. Yeah, the theater. And we stopped outside the theater. And the stage door was there. And mm-hmm. so I said, we should try and catch the cast after the matinee. Right. But let's go find a bathroom. And so we went to the bathroom. Right. And then we headed back. Smash cut back to the theater. Back to the theater. And the matinee was, show was at 2. Yes. And it was going to end around 4.50. Yes. And, and there was um, sort of a barricade there. Yeah, they were setting up a, a little barricade. Now we pledge ourselves to hold this barricade. <laughs> and we started singing Les Mis songs as we defended yes. the barricade. Not and there really was a, a couple other girls there. Teenage girls. Teenage girls there as well. Um who were waiting, so we got Clearly, to the... they were there to meet the guy who played Judge Turpin. Yes. Is that his name? Judge Turpin? Judge Turpin. Is that the name that of the character? That is the name of the character. Got it. Look at Nailed you. Good it. job. Okay. Anyway. And um, so we, we stood on the barricade, and then the show ended, and so the, the attendees started coming out, and we were told by one of the security guards that at the matinee show, the cast didn't come out the main cast the main cast come didn't come out meaning josh groban josh groban Annalie ashford gaten matarazzo sure whoever that is and jordan fisher yes. who i did no idea and he, um, was. he said jordan fisher would come out about 20 percent of the time yes but, but he josh said groban josh wasn't groban coming but that's fine we've met him before yes we don't want to hog him for people that have not met him yes yes and um, and I wasn't gonna stay out there after the show at eleven thirty waiting to meet him again. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we were standing there. The security guard said he doesn't come out, and he said that sometimes Judge Turpin comes out. Now I didn't have a playbill because we hadn't seen the show yet. And while I was waiting there, I realized this is probably looked down upon, going to the stage door of a show that you haven't seen no so i don't I think it's looked little, down upon i was a little um worried that maybe some of the actors would take offense because i just had a postcard that mm. i had bought mm-hmm. and i was if yeah. they came out i was yep. gonna have them sign that and um so i jamie jackson who plays judge turpin came out first jj 
I, I called him. I yes. said, can I call you JJ? And he's like, no problem. No problem, mate, because he's yes, got a British he's got accent. A, he's Australian. And actually, that didn't happen. And um, He's Australian? He came out. Yeah, I overheard him talking to the to the girls next to him. Oh, I thought he was British. No. I thought he made some comment to them about being British. He, he was saying that people think he's British. Because he sounds like a Brit. Because he sounds like he's British, but he's Australian. And so he Same came difference. and he was signing everything. And he signed my postcard um he was very nice but i i got the impression that maybe he was a little irritated that i seems to have not seen the show and so after him i said okay if anybody else he comes seemed in, irritated he seemed irritated and i don't i don't blame him obviously but you let him know you were going to be there i did not i did not let him know that and so afterwards i was like i'm going if anybody else comes out well I'm those two tell girls them. that were there Hadn't seen the show yet, but they, but got they play went bills. and got playbills, which well, you I probably should have done. Bills, yes, but anyway. Um, so I said, I thought to myself, if anybody else comes out, I'll tell them that I'm seeing the show. That this way is, they know. Can I stop you for a second? Yes. This is the part I do this every episode where I say this is the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. But and then ahead. um, another actress, I believe she was the understudy for the beggar woman, and. The understudy for Mrs. Lovett, Gianna DeWall, I want to say. that. I'm not, not... going to spoil who the beggar woman is for everybody. Yeah. But anyway, go Anyway, ahead. so she came out and she signed. and. Um... Was she woke? <laughs> yes. Was she supporting the woke agenda of the American <laughs> Girl Doll Store? And um, We should have asked her, do you support the woke agenda of the I, American I didn't, Girl Doll Store? I don't store? know why, but I didn't tell her that we were coming to see it. And so nah, she didn't care. She didn't care. She, she was didn't very give nice. A rip. She signed and she moved on and went to go. She to gave lunch. not a rip. And there, so there was this little kid there who had, ever since we had gotten to the door, he had been there, and yeah. he he had he had a rapport with one of the security guards. It seemed that they knew yeah. each other. Um, the young were, lad. The young lad. They, Jeff was his name, I believe. I don't I ever think heard. it was Jeff. But anyway, little Jeff. And um, so once everybody was out there. After the show had completed, he, the security guard, I think he might have been dating the kid's mom Could or have been. something like or that. Or they were just knew each or other. Or they just knew each other. They were close friends. And um, he went inside um, and he came back out and he kind of waved the kid over and brought him in. Mm-hmm. And then he, he came out very quickly after and then... He kind of seemed to be like apologizing to the kid, and he gave him a hug, and the little kid was. Sad. Yeah, it seemed like that he was. He was thinking he was going to get the kid backstage. Yes. And then he wasn't, but then he did. But then he did, and then so he went back in, and then he came to the kid left, and then the security guard came to the door, and he he came out, and he said, "Where's Jeff?" And everyone. Where'd said, that kid go? Where'd that kid go? And he, they said he left. And he said he left. Chased him and down. Chased him down. Brought him back. Said wait here. And he went back in the theater. And then he was in there for a little bit. And then he opened the door and he said, "We have a special visitor." And then he opened the door, and Jordan Fisher walked out, and everybody started screaming. No, he said we have a special guest tonight. Tonight. Yeah. By the way, my new Roku stick was delivered, so we got to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so Jordan Fisher walked out. Right. Everybody started screaming. Okay. Can I stop you? Yeah. I have, before before Jordan Fisher walked out the door, I'd never seen him before in my life on yeah. TV, YouTube. I have no idea who this guy was. Yeah. Only you're saying the name Jordan Fisher. 
And then when the guy said, we have a special guest today, and he, like, leapt out of the of the door and was like, ah, like he's, like, yeah. posed, like, I'm here, and everybody screamed. I, I had this moment where I was like, okay, this is what it, this is a moment where you realize that you, you remember that celebrities are just people. Yes. Because I'm now about to meet a celebrity and I have no idea who he is. Yes. yes. Which I don't know if that's ever happened before, but I was just kind of like, um, he's just some dude. He's just this. And to you. Dude with, with a ratty t-shirt on. Because he's. He's younger than you are. You're probably just like he's just, right. He's just some kid. He's just some right. And I've heard of some of the th- after looking at his list of I like I've heard of heard some of, of these things. things in, yes. But I so I met him before I saw him perform in anything. Yes. So I'm like he's just some dude. He's just yes. It's a so, good reminder. Yeah. And I gotta get a new chair. This <laughs> chair squeaks like mad. Well, what was interesting was I was really nervous when we went on. Are there any one star reviews for Jordan Fisher? At the <laughs> at the prospect of perhaps seeing somebody. Famous. I think I saw a Teen Beach movie. Maybe you may have, but I don't remember I've anything never about it. it, and I don't remember. I've never seen it. Or your mom might have been watching, and I was like, "What is this garbage?" Yeah, and it's just the a West Side Story ripoff. But anyway. Everything's um, a West Side Story ripoff, <laughs> which is a ripoff of Romeo and Juliet, which I'm sure is a ripoff of something else. But go ahead. Anyway, so um, <laughs> when I first getting late around first here. came out, I I kind of I was nervous before at the prospect of seeing somebody famous, and then when he came out, I I people talk about like the surreal feeling of seeing somebody famous. Yeah. And I didn't feel that. I just felt, hey, it's Jordan Fisher. And I kind of, when he walked out, I went, oh. And then I was I was happy to see him and excited that I was going to get to meet him. But I didn't, I wasn't like, oh my gosh. You weren't him. fangirling, as yeah. they say. And I don't know if that's because I'm not like a huge fan of his. Like I, I've seen some things that he's in and I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I, I was excited to see him perform. And I was happy that I got to meet him. But like I wasn't. I'm not a huge George yeah. Fisher fan, and a girl like a couple people down from me started started crying. So some people there were clearly crazy, <laughs> were clearly <laughs> insane. No, they were clearly clearly excited, off their rock. Excited to see him. Yeah, um, that's understandable. And so he walked down He's the line. He's a big line, star. He signed everybody's thing, and then he when he got to me, I thought I need to tell him. Hey I'm, man, that I'm gonna there's a the reason show. why you're going to be signing yes. a postcard with a Statue of Liberty on it. So I said, <laughs> he he kind of I think he was was just looking for playbills to sign so that yeah. he could keep moving. or a poster. Or yeah, something. and so he didn't see my postcard, so I kind of held it out further, and then he saw my postcard. So he came over and he said, "Hello, and how are you doing?" And I said, "I'm good. How are you?" And then he signed my postcard. And then I told him, we haven't seen the show yet, but we're going to see it tonight and kind of, you know, yeah. trying to defend myself. And he said, oh, well, I hope you enjoy it. And then he moved on. Right. And it was, he doesn't give a rip. Yeah. He was very nice, very sweet. And he took a picture with me. What a nice young man. What a nice young man he was. And um, all right. then he went and he met the little kid, signed his stuff and gave him, gave him, gave a, him hug. a big hug. Gave him a big hug. It was a little over the top. Oh, it's a little kid. What do you want? He was a little like too excited about. <laughs> Thank you for being such a big fan. Blah, 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 yes. blah. And then after him, Maria 
I believe it's pronounced Bilbao came out who plays Bilbo ba- Bilbao Baggins and <laughs> Maria Bilbao Baggins. <laughs> and she was she was very nice. She yes, was very she gracious was very sweet. and very sweet. She seemed very excited. And she was again somebody I don't know anybody never well, seen her before in my she's life. She's never been in anything. I know before. this is her debut. And so I I told her and then this time by this time I was kind of debut. She's a debutante. She's a debutante. Then. Anyway. And I said. Um, I haven't seen the show yet, but we're going to see it tonight, and I'm so excited to see it. She smacked the postcard out of your hand and, and said, how, how dare you? you get a signature before no, you've no, ever no. seen she the said, show? She said, oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for attending the tale with us. And I said, of uh, I wonder how much that they coached her on that <laughs> one. So she signed it, and so now I have the postcard with all the Attend signatures. Attend the tale of Sweeney Todd. And it's it's underneath the um, the yeah. playbill on my wall. Yeah. I don't think he means attend the tale, like come see the show. Come he means show. listen, I he think. He means attend to what we're yeah. listening. Yeah, attend the tale. Because Stephen Sondheim is a snob. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to be like, I'm going to use words in a, in a manner that most people don't use well, them anymore. Well, it takes place in attend Victorian England. Attend the tale of so Sweeney Todd. Sense. Anyway, after that, anywho, we went. That will be in the we went um, down show to, title. Attend the tale. We went down to. Always have to announce to the, the crowd. restaurant. Yes, the restaurant was known as Joe Allen. Joe Allen. It's on. Let's see, Forty Seventh Street, just down the road from the Richard Rogers Theater and the uh, Lunt Fontaine and the Imperial Theater. Um, for those of you that know New York City the way we know New yes, York City, the you I don't even I don't need to tell you where Joe Allen is. Yeah. Um, the the gimmick of Joe Allen is that it has on the walls posters of Broadway shows that either never opened or closed shortly after opening. Yes. M- many of them after one performance. The flops, if you will. Yeah, and it's just sort of to honor the people that gave it a try. They tried yeah, they and it didn't it. work, but yeah. Um, so I'm going to read this review for Joe Allen. Um, this isn't, it's hard to find some one star reviews of these, these places that are any good. One of them was, um, no, that was the one for, um, Noodle Town. This is from Charles Brown. Charlie Brown wrote this one. (laughs) One, this is the only review he's ever written. This one's from three weeks ago. One star. Everything about Joe Allen's has gone downhill. The waiters don't have any respect or manners. Never check on your meal or offer to refill your drinks. The managers are downright nasty and have no respect. If you wish to be treated like a peasant, (laughs) then go here. If not, go somewhere else. Well, I do wish to be treated like a peasant, Charlie. I like being treated like a peasant. Um, I, I prefer to be treated like a peasant. Christopher R. says, I have been going to Joe Allen's for years. Never in my life did I think it would ever go downhill. The food does not taste the same as it was, and I saw a rat when I was walking out and told the manager, and he completely ignored me. I, I noticed a lot of people complain about the um, the manager at this place. Um, I don't Here's know one I... where he says, I need to speak to the owner. It's not like he's done, <laughs> as though he's going up to the manager or a waiter yeah. in person. Says, I need to speak to the owner. <laughs> he's like, it's in his review. <laughs> Yesterday, the manager behaved unacceptably 
we were having a most pleasant experience. Our server was an Asian fellow who was wonderful. Make sure to man be sure to mention the race of the, the ethnicity the server, yeah. of your server in your review. Unexpectedly, the manager walked over to our table and accused my son of having his phone sound on while he played a game. But he did not have it on. I was highly insulted by his demeanor and most unprofessional approach. Who does this guy think he is? Rockefeller? I mean, <laughs> most unprofessional approach. We were spending good money and he singled us out because we were there with my child. On Mother's Day at that. So because we were the one with a child, he assumed that the noise complaint was stemming from our table, which is 100% discrimination. And he proceeded is, to not apologize. This is so ageist. And moreover, canceled our dinner order in check and asked us to leave because of his own mistake and laugh, lack of professionalism. I will slander your name. And then here's the dagger at the end. You have no idea who you're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Victoria Gasparro. And she's written five Google reviews. <laughs> I'm going to give her a thumbs up on that one. I, I clicked thumbs <laughs> well up. Well written, well written. That's a good one. You have no idea who you're dealing with. I like that. Yeah. I like people that... By the way, on the second day in New York City, we walked 10.1 miles, 25,135 steps I put in. Okay. All right, so my feeling with Joe Allen was, one, it is overpriced. Yes. But you didn't uh, have to pay for food, the meal, so I didn't have fine. to pay for the meal, so I should have ordered probably more than I did. Um, overpriced, but however, it was marginally, it was marginal. It was, it was okay. It was, um, it was marginal. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying don't go there or it's a terrible place, but there's a billion restaurants, literally a billion restaurants in New York city. Yeah. Um, I, but I mean, I, if you're going to um... go to a show and I mean, there's, it's better than going to like the TGI Fridays in Times Square. I don't know if there is a TGI Fridays in Times Square, but anyway, so let's get down to it because we're we're an hour and a half into this, and people, I'm sure, I'm certain, no one will listen this deep into the show. But let's talk about let's let's talk about the show, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Let's okay. let's talk about the show specifically. Let's talk about it, and then I will give my one star review of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Um, well, going into it, I had already seen the movie before, and yeah. I uh, I was familiar with the soundtrack, and I had been listening to the songs that had already been released right. from the 2023 revival. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I really starring enjoyed Josh Groban. I really enjoyed it. The Demon Barbara, please. Exactly. Yes, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I think really part of what perhaps what helped was that there was several members of the cast who i was familiar with and so i was excited to to be seeing them performing you know i i knew josh groban i knew jordan fisher and i had met maria bilbao outside of the are you guys hearing this I'm putting the micro. I'm putting the microphone down near the bottom yeah. of the chair so you can hear the um, creaks. Uh, I had met anyway. Maria Bilbao. Right, we've already outside. been over that whole thing. Yeah, you don't have to go. Re- we don't have to go up. over again. Well, everybody let me that we talk. met. I met Maria Bilbao. So yes, I was we know to we were there when you discussed it. But you didn't let me finish my sentence. 
Finish so I was it. excited to see her perform because she had been so nice to me. And Gaten Matarazzo was from Stranger Things. And then Things. she got angry at someone in the crowd and flipped them off, yes. and you saw her true colors. And I was like, wow. No. Oh, <laughs> she was just she was just funning out. It was a goof. She yeah. wasn't really being nice. No, she but didn't no, flip she anybody didn't off. But, and then Gaten Matarazzo as well. And I'd heard Another person I've never heard of, Gaten Matarazzo. And then Annalie Ashford as well. I had not seen her in anything before, but I, I had heard good things, and so I was excited to see her perform. Oh, you heard some things. Um, I heard things, and um, I really enjoyed it. I okay. already liked the music, and I think it's a, a good show, and I, I liked the cast, okay. and it was, it was okay. cool to see it live. All right. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, I lived in New Jersey around the time of, I believe, Sweeney Todd with um, Angela Lansbury and Len, whoever the Len dude Cario. was that played um, Sweeney Todd. So I remember seeing Broadway commercials for it when I lived there. Um, I've never actually really listened to anything from Sweeney Todd. I'm not familiar. I wasn't familiar with it at all. I knew it was about a barber who murders people. Um, so I've never actually listened to the music or seen a production of it or cared to see a production of it. But I was I was all in on this one because it's Josh Groban. And, um, and so, yeah, I was, I was, I was along for the ride. Um, but I got a little out of sorts because I was, your mother wasn't there, and I wanted your mother to be there, and she wasn't there. So I was a little out of sorts on that. And then I just got utterly confused by the first 40 minutes of the show. <laughs> and it's, in, in retrospect, looking back, I'm like, I shouldn't have been that confused. They explain everything uh, pretty they, well. Well, but the, the confusion stemmed from me not realizing that Sweeney Todd and this other barber with the same barber. Yeah, Benjamin Barker and Sweeney right. the same person. Yeah. I think you're supposed to know as an audience before. Like it, it you're could supposed be. It could but be. But I was like, I thought that this opening song was about Sweeney Todd. Then there's another song afterwards. Sweeney Todd explains the story of this Benjamin Barker. Yes. But there is. And I'm like, oh, he's talking about a different. A different barber. Barber. Yeah. But I think you were supposed to know or I, figure it out. It, it could be, but there's a scene this where Mrs. Lovett sings a, a reprise of the song. Yeah. Um, and she explains the things that Sweeney Todd does not know about the story, about what happened to his wife, his wife and his after daughter. After he left and where his she daughter tells him is his daughter, now. His, daughter, his wife drank poison or whatever. Yes. And um, the daughter is the ward of Judge Turpin. And Judge Turpentine. <laughs> and when when um and then he gets upset and he says like would no one have mercy on her and like yells and so then she's like it is you you are benjamin barker and then he says no not benjamin barker anymore i'm sweeney todd and then probably lifted a straight razor over his head and dramatically. i think the he they that yeah the way that they portrayed that scene they spoke very quickly. So I suppose it could have been very easy for you to That was the that. point where I realized that he was the same guy, but I think you were supposed to know that as the audience. You, 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 might, you might be. I don't know. The thing was, I think everybody else in the theater had already seen the movie or had already seen the show before or at right. least so, had some knowledge of Sweeney Todd. So anyways... The first 40 minutes, I was like, this is really dull. This is really, 
It's a slow Sweeney start. Sweeney Todd hasn't even done anything yet. Everybody else has sung two songs, keynote ballads, so to speak, and he hasn't done Jack. But it <laughs> sort of gets, it gets a little bit stronger for the second part leading up to the end, the, the final sequence. The, no, it gets a little stronger leading up to intermission. Oh, okay. Yes. Then they come back from intermission, and I'm, I'm, I understand that this is a show about a murderous barber. Yes. But they start getting graphic in the murders. Yes. With stage blood and stuff. But I'm also watching this like I know he's an unreliable narrator mm -hmm. sort of. Yes. But I'm like I don't like this guy. I don't like I don't think that what he's Miss Lovett is, right. is yeah. funny. I don't I understand it's a dark comedy or whatever. I'm like, but I don't like anybody in this show. Yes. <laughs> like I don't like the bad guys or the good guys. I'm indifferent to Justin. What's his friend? What's his name? Jordan Fisher. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> what's his name? Jordan. Jordan what? Peel. Jordan Fisher. I'm indifferent to him and the the girl that plays Joanna. Those weird ticks that she does. She's supposed she... to be a bird. What? She's acting like a bird. Yeah. Well. Because the whole her song. Is well. Her song. Because <laughs> she's Finch. acting like a bird. That she was a turkey. Because this <laughs> show was a turkey. She. All right. Her so, song is supposed to be. She's watching the birds down right. below. Yeah, and she's I, saying, how do you, you right, know, okay, she relates yeah, to them symbolic, being in cages. Right. And, and there was a bunch of stuff people were laughing at so through the show that I was like, like what bird. did I miss? Like something happened that they're laughing at. And I realized that I was always looking at something different than Whatever where the joke was laughing, at. Yeah. So I'm like, what are they laughing at? What did yeah. I miss? Yes. Somebody did some, like a minor character off the side did something. Yeah. Um, and then with about a half an hour left in the show, I got really hot in there. And I started to have stomach ache. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm already not really enjoying the show that much. I'm getting a stomach ache. It's hot. And I'm thinking, in my head, all I'm thinking is, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out of this. Because um, this show is a dog. Like, it's dumb. I thought it was dumb. There were songs in it I liked. The people are crazy talented. They're very talented people. Yes. But I didn't like the main characters. I didn't think they were funny. I didn't think the subject matter was interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I, I don't get a kick out of protagonists who are you murderers. Don't, you don't have a morbid sense I of don't. humor. I yes. don't. I don't. Um, and also I started to feel like crud. So when we got out of there, I was like, when, when it was over, I was like, I got to get out of here as fast as I can. And I've got to find a bath. And i got to find a bath because <laughs> his stomach is really turning knots right now because Joe Allen poisoned me. <laughs> no, he didn't poison me. Um, because Joe Allen, or maybe the hot dog we had for lunch, was, was really um, ravaging me. <laughs> and what happens is step out into Times Square <laughs> with their stupid LED billboards going crazy like, yeah. like uh, what are those lights called? <laughs> LED lights? No. Flash bulbs, <laughs> strobe lights, <laughs> strobe lights, and it's like overstimulating to the one millionth degree. I hate Times Square, <laughs> so I'm coming out of a show that I didn't really like. And I'm not feeling well. It's eleven o'clock at night, um, and I am like being totally overwhelmed by the overstimulating 
crass commercialism of Times Square. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. And then there's no bathrooms in Times and then, Square. Yeah, I go to a CVS. Do you have a bathroom? No. Do you know where there might be one? Maybe in that parking garage? Maybe in the parking garage? So I'm See, like, I thought he was telling you to go pee in the parking garage. He might have been. He might have been. He was just saying, go. But my mom go had an emodium, on the an emodium pill. So I took that and it settled my stomach long enough for us to get to the subway. And get to the get hotel. Get the you-know-what out of there. <laughs> get back to the hotel in Jersey. Yes. Um, well, here's my thing with so Sweeney Todd. So I'm not <laughs> mad at Sweeney Todd or, or the overrated Stephen Sondheim. Um, it, what, I, was, uh, I was off my game yeah. that night. I was not well mentally or physically um, um my but i'm glad i mean i'm glad i went i guess i mean i was glad i was there but i didn't really enjoy that the one thing we went there for i didn't really enjoy it that but yeah. i'm not like like i'm not like bitter lamenting it, it or yeah. bitter or like i hate new york city now <laughs> i i've loved this city for years now i hate it, it and not everything's gonna go your way yeah as long as you leave there in one piece, you probably you had yeah. a good trip, basically. Well, my thing with Sweeney Todd, and this is exactly what happened when I watched the movie. There's the song "A Little Priest" right before the intermission, and it's like this really fun, goofy song of them singing about how they're gonna kill people and put them in pies, and it's mm-hmm. very charming and and goofy and silly, and you're like, this is so fun. And then it slowly starts to go downhill and become really graphic and like dark. And you're yeah, like, there's some tone issues. And you're like, this isn't as cute and funny as it was anymore. And so you have like this nosedive of like, I feel sick. Like I started to kind of get a little bit like, oh, this isn't really that funny anymore. And that happened when I watched the movie too. Um, and I still really enjoyed it. I just think that. The movie got an eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was all right, but <laughs> but I I really enjoyed it and I thought it was a really great production, a really great show. But that is the the one thing is that I think it switches tone so much that you kind of like you just like um, yeah, it's a little much is all. I was, and then also I got up to leave the theater and I was just drenched in sweat because it was so hot in there. And so cramped. And um, that's not really the fault of Sweeney Todd. That's just because right. it's a... I can't find any reviews for the Broadway show, Google. But here's um, some. Here's a review of the Tim Burton movie. One star. This is truly a terrible film. The cast mumbles through a terrible script. The music is tuneless and forgettable. This is definitely the worst musicals. And one, I, the worst films I've ever seen. Not even Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter could save this drivel. Don't waste your time. That's 40 minutes I'll never get back. All right, so I just wanted to read a one-star review. I was hoping that I could find some for the Broadway show, but apparently they only do it for um, the movie yeah, I version. Yeah, they would. Um, but 86% on Rotten Tomatoes and 7.3 out of 10 by the fans. 81% audience score. What I will say about the movie is that it's pretty good. It's, like, all right. Um, but w- the thing about movies of Broadway yeah. musicals is they get um, actors 
and they don't get Broadway. Right, you get you gotta get a and movie star that Johnny people Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter both have. And that Alan was Rickman, what did in Les They both, they all have very beautiful voices, but they're not Broadway singers, and so the music. Which can is, be a good thing because I tend to find sometimes Broadway performers, I'm a little like eye rolly, like <laughs> oh boy, they're really hamming it up over there. Yes. By the way, another thing I didn't like about this show: surrounded by theater majors. Yes. Like people that love, like people that love the theater, and I, by people I mean young people. Who are just way too excited about? Yeah, and we Jordan talk, Fisher. We talked about this before that it's just right. Not really it's just their thing. It's just not. Your I thing. like shows. I don't know a lot of musicals. I like some. I like musicals, but I'm not like steeped in all the. Um, I'm not steeped in Broadway musical history knowledge, or lore yeah. knowledge. I know of. I've seen enough musicals to be able to hold a conversation about but i uh, you know yes i mean this is sweeney todd there's some people think this is the greatest musical of all time sweeney todd and this is, is the first popular. time i've ever seen yes anything of a production there's of it. something about this production that people love and i don't know if it's josh groban or if it's just must be because there hasn't been an adaptation or a revival of sweeney todd in a while but people love it, and I—I yeah, I I thought it was wasn't, really good. Wasn't my thing. You and I, and we talked about this before. Just you and I. <laughs> you and I, um, we don't. We're not big screaming. I'm a moderate. Cheering people. We, I applaud and wow, that was really good. But I'm not somebody who starts, you know, screaming when I find something enjoyable. Yeah. So you know when. And I think that's uh, when the one... lights the lights go down and everyone starts screaming. It's a little bit like, whoa, hey, what are you guys? Doing? And I had you a know? little bit of that when I was younger, like baseball. I would get real emotional sometimes about, and I learned to temper that. And so then when I get around people who are really into something like that, I get uncomfortable. Yeah. So when I've got a a guy next to me just screeching in my ear at the end of the show screaming for the performers um while i'm trying not to die <laughs> yeah <laughs> from dysentery and um, food poisoning yeah. or whatever it was uh heat stroke whatever was happening there um it was just like please yeah. just, and that's why i don't like to talk about star wars anymore because it's like i don't want to just seem like i'm obsessing over something that i don't really give a rip about that much anymore yes. and so i try and you'll to notice be... i didn't bring it up this episode because i didn't want to upset you <laughs> bring up what star wars why would we bring it up we didn't see anything in new york well, City like last regarding... week we talked about it and it it was and then it sort of brought down the mood so i think <laughs> so i right but now i'm just i'm having ptsd yeah. from sweeney todd yeah the well, d the dumb the dumb barber of fleet street the boring barber of fleet do you street. remember any like musical acts that you liked like was there a particular scene that you liked um not that i can i mean i didn't there was it's and it's not that i didn't like the music either yeah i just didn't it wasn't your the kind of show. The storyline is not, yeah. and the characters, I'm like. Well, yeah, the thing with Sweeney Todd is it's supposed to be. And I don't really think Stephen Sondheim's all yeah. that. He's you're, he's not your favorite. He's composer. not, he's, yeah, he's but not all that. The moral of the story of Sweeney Todd is supposed to be that, like, revenge oh, I is not going to 
get you yeah, where you I understand need to go. That. And you can't be but, so consumed with revenge. But I don't need to sit through. Out. So it's not a pleasant show. <laughs> at no, it's points. not. But why do you want something that's so unpleasant? Like even Les Miserables has a hopeful ending to yeah. it. Well, I guess and a the, stirring in final the song is sort of be like. In the original production, what happens is they don't find him with they don't find the kid with the bodies. They find him at like grinding up the bodies in the meat grinder. Like they're all the bodies are gone by the time they get there, and he's yeah. Just and that the was another grinder. weird thing. Like I thought that guy was supposed to be like an adult, and then an hour after the show, I find out he's no, he's a little kid. Yeah, and I'm like. They've always gotten an adult to play him. Yeah, but it just... And so it's weird because... I had because no clue. Let's see how old he's supposed so to be. So that, that thing, at the end, I'm like... I had no clue he was supposed to be a child. Uh, there was just a lot of stuff that just... I was out of sorts. So there were just things that were kind of escaping me. And I was probably thinking a lot about wanting to quit my job or something. Oh. This is interesting. So it says on Wikipedia, in the stage musical, the original Broadway stage musical, Toby is portrayed as a mentally handicapped adult. Well, yeah, because at the end, he seems like a mentally... He is a child and is not mentally ill, portrayed by 14-year-old Ed Sanders. Okay, so so that makes more sense. he is supposed to be an adult, and I just assumed that he was a child because... And at the end, I've he's clearly off his rock. Yeah, he's experiencing some mental health issues after witnessing the murder of... Well, who wouldn't who be? Who wouldn't be, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, I'm really sorry that I don't find a show about a guy who it's murders okay. strangers <laughs> and turns them into meat pies um, funny or Yeah, compelling. it's not everybody's we get it. forte. People... That's we, okay. Yeah. You don't I have don't know. to like it. it. Seemed, and I, sh- and then I, like, there are, again, everybody was really talented. There's some good songs in it, um, but I was a little out of sorts, and I was like not digging the uh, themes the, the whole and the subject matter. Yeah, and the I fact that. that everybody at the end is sprawled out dead, and I'm like, okay, well, we get it. Uh, revenge <laughs> doesn't pay or whatever. Yeah. The only one who's alive is the the crazy, and Joanna, and yeah. well. Oh, and that was the other part, like where I, he's singing to her, and I'm thinking, you were confused. oh, they yeah. they know each other. He's singing, but then it was like I missed the part where he turns to someone and says, "Who is the lovely bird up there?" or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, because anyway. he sings the song "Ah Miss." I'm getting close to the him. part where I don't want to talk about Sweeney Todd anymore. <laughs> the song "Ah Miss," he's saying like, "Who is this? I see this woman yeah. in the window. She's so beautiful. I wish she would look at me." And favor me with her glance. And then he asks the old beggar woman, who's that girl right. in the window? Yeah. And well, then he sings let the song me just, Joanna. Let's just wrap this part up. And I probably should wrap the whole thing up because we're about to hit two hours, which will make this the longest episode in yeah, we had a the lot to history cover. of this. Yeah, we could have done two. We could have broken it down Two-parter, into yeah. two parts. But we're, nobody's listening, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. It could be ten parts. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. We're releasing... I was say... 10 20 minute episodes i was gonna say this is pretty um a timely this is almost joe rogan-esque in length that's how uh... this is pretty this is a pretty timely episode like usually there's like months in between yeah. each episode but what we, have we done we, got we saw good. sweeney todd eight months ago yeah <laughs> i don't we remember pizza anything in about chicago it. 14 months ago we could talk about that yeah um okay bottom line 
I liked it. You either, like Sweeney but we Todd. Had a lot of fun I don't really give a rip. Doesn't matter. We enjoyed each other's company. Yeah, the trip was very. We fun. walked around New York City together um, for who knows how long. Ten miles. We saw some great stuff. We experienced some great stuff together. That's the bottom line. The importance of experiencing things together. Yeah, it was fun. Yolo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um okay is that it want to wrap this up yeah I think should we okay. talk for another five minutes so we can get it to two hours i don't think we have to do that <laughs> um what did was there anything else we got I back mean, to the hotel that, we got, we got up in the, the morning and then we left in the morning came on home. the way home um i i i want to complain about the street signs in pennsylvania okay it got off an exit it said mcdonald's four miles because your your grandma wanted um Sausage. Sausage biscuit. Or yeah. I'm like, all right, four miles, fine. It's not near the highway. That's good. Um, it's, Pennsylvania is beautiful, by the way. It's an absolutely beautiful state. And um, so it says four miles. So I drive the four miles. Then I see a sign that says McDonald's straight ahead. So I keep going straight ahead. Then I see a sign that says McDonald's with an arrow pointing kind of to the right at an angle. So I go up there, and the road ends at a recycling plant. So I'm like, where is this place? So I put the GPS on as I start to drive down the road. And it tells me to go three miles down the road, get off, and you turn back. So the signs for that McDonald's pointed in the opposite direction of, of where, where it McDonald's was right was. there. But it, Pennsylvania's got these gullies and valleys. It was down in a little valley off the road. I couldn't see the golden arches. So to get to a McDonald's. Yeah. I went approximately 15 miles to get to a McDonald's that was supposedly four miles away. And I would have been home so much earlier, fix, much, much earlier that this night. This was in Pennsylvania. This Why did Pennsylvania. we wait so long to get a sausage biscuit? Because uh, we needed to stop and get gas. And in New Jersey, you can't pump your own gas. Um, so I was like, I would rather go somewhere I pump my own gas. So we drove into and we didn't need fuel. Because we'd fueled up before we go went into New Jersey, so it's way to get to Pennsylvania. Anyway, anyway, fix your road signs, Pennsylvania, or we're not coming back. <sighs> no, we're coming back. Pennsylvania is beautiful. <laughs> it's a very beautiful and New York State as well is gorgeous. Uh, I'm sure, if you say so. <laughs> um, and so the bottom line is, uh, we do love New York City. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. There's a song by a group called the LCD. Sound, sound system. system called New York. I love you, but you're bringing me down. Yeah. So go listen to that. Um, New York Street by Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm just listing songs. Uh, yeah, I know. We, we could be here for four more hours listing songs about New York City. Yes. Um, <laughs> so anyways, we still we had a great time in New York City. Um, we will go back. Um, and we'll. We'll podcast. We'll go to a Mets soon. game. Maybe no, I haven't been to the new Yankee Stadium, the new corporate clean Yankee Stadium. I've never been there, um, but I will. I would like to go to a game there at least once. All right. Um, and there's and you know there's every time I go to New York City, there's you know obviously there's plenty of stuff still to be done there that I've never seen even in all of my many visits, many journeys. Have we to hit the, two hours? To the Big Apple. We got a, about a minute left. I don't know how long the theme song is. <laughs> I want to make sure when this gets uploaded to 
Apple Podcasts or Spotify that it says two hours. All right. Because um, we've topped out. Anything else you want to add? Any more one-star reviews? I was going through Lunt Fontaine theater uh, reviews. I didn't read any, but one. Oh, uh, here's my one-star review: hot, sweaty, cramped, built for five foot seven people in the 1930s or whenever the theater was built. Needs more bathrooms. Needs more bath. Renovate the place. You can keep the old style of it and renovate yes. it so that there's enough bathrooms well, for yeah, everybody. Well, yeah, I got up to go to the bathroom for crying at out intermission. Loud. How big of a how big of a dressing room does Josh Groban need? Clear some of that out so we can get a bathroom. Exactly. And they anyway, got p- I, pictures of Lunton Fontaine all over the 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 theater. They're everywhere. Well, it is we named get after it. them. We get it. Well, anyway, I went out during intermission to use the bathroom, and I saw that the bathroom line for the women's restroom was all the way up the stairs. So I and said, all the way back down the so stairs. So I said, I don't need to use the bathroom. I guess I'll hold it, and I went and back I'll to find seat. a bathroom at the CVS in Times Square after the show. Oops, <laughs> just kidding. All right, that's it. We're past two hours. All right, we we're can, the only we two people now. that will can that will listen this long anyway, and so I would like to say. I enjoy our little talks.